0: Hey there, welcome to the Sasha Sterling podcast, exploring all that is sacred. So glad you're here. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome to the Exploring All That Is Sacred podcast. I'm Sasha Sterling. And today I am so excited for this conversation with Susie Finnefrog. Hello, Susie.
1: Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me here.
0: Absolutely. So Susie and I have known each other for many years and she's one of those bright lights of a, pe- of a person. And we connected instantly on our love for the heroine's journey. And I've had the privilege of being Susie's friend and connecting around business and consciousness and so many motherhood, so many things. So Susie, for people who are connecting with you for the first time, can you share a little bit more about you, your, you know, the little nutshell about you as a woman and in your business?
1: Yeah, sure. So I am a mother. I have I have one son, and I have a husband, and we've been, you know, we've been married for almost. Ooh, I would say I think sixteen years we're coming up on. Um, I have, I I'm a life coach, and I, I really work at the transformational level, meaning more of. What gets to shift at the very core of our beingness versus more transactional, like goal-oriented and those kinds of things. And I love supporting women. I, I, supporting women, I have discovered in this lifetime has been something I have been doing for lifetimes. (laughs) And, um, and I love holding sacred space for, for women in circle. And yeah, so I think for me, in, a, in terms of business, it's really coaching and and holding space for women in Sacred Circle.
0: Mm. Yeah, Beautiful. yeah, I love yeah. that piece around lifetimes, plural. I remember the first time I really connected with that for myself around, oh my gosh, I've been doing this. I've done this a lot of times. Oh,
1: mm. I've
0: done this so many times. So could you share a little bit more about that? Awareness? Is that something that like revealed itself to you slowly or in one burst of epiphany?
1: Mm. Well, you know, I had an amazing past life regression session. And I went with just wanting to be curious about, I think for me, what I was experiencing in real time was this, this like curiosity around. Like, what is it within me? Like, I just can't stop serving women. Like, why can't I just like, like, can I just like go do something else? You know? And I'm like, why can't I stop? Like, why is it so, so I went and, in, you know, just this idea, like I've, I've, I've believed that we live many lives, you know, for, it's always been like this belief that I a uh, knowing that I've had and Um, And so I found this woman who does past life regression here in Burlington, Vermont, where I live. And she took me back in the first session and was like, it was like in the 1500s. So I was in this tent and I was outside of the, the like village line. And I was waiting in the tent for the, the women who were in the village and I, and I can't even, I don't even know what was going on, but I just remember that there was a lot of, um, like there was, it wasn't safe. There was a lot of, um, um, violence that was happening there. And, and it was, you know, there was a group of us. It wasn't, I wasn't alone. And we were like out in the field as this refuge (laughs) for, for women. And so, I mean, that was like the first experience that I had. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, like this is not. This is just. This is my soul journey. Like this is what I do. And it. I think what it helped me settle into is that. Um. Yeah. Like, don't fight it. Like, I don't have to fight the urge. I don't have to question it. And it's. It's. It's never been that it's felt out of alignment to serve women. It's just like, sometimes in business, it's a struggle. It's just not the women, it's the business, you know, and we struggle sometimes as entrepreneurs to like make it work. Right. And, 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 um, and so it was that kind of questioning and what I really was told and was what was revealed to me is that this is just, this is my, my soul's journey. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love that so much. And We were talking on a check-in call a couple of weeks ago about this around flow and manifestation. You've recently, you know, you're, you're actualizing into a dream that you shared with me that's been on your heart a long time. And it's like, it's happening, it's happened and it's so exciting. And, you know, I, I know we have a lot of entrepreneurial women listening in right now. And what is your relationship to that, to like the flow, the desire for flow and then coming up against things not flowing? Or you know the the struggle. I'm I'm thinking like the necessary struggle versus the unnecessary suffering. Like what are some benchmarks for you of knowing when to keep going and when to let go or or flow in a different direction?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I will say, Sasha, that you have been such a teacher for for that of me that uh, of recognizing being able to begin to recognize what those elements are like when when is it struggle? when is it unnecessary suffering right like when is it so um you know, I would say that there is the way that I think about it is that um, there is this, there's no <laughs> there's no easy answer for it you know it's like there is sometimes there's this element of of discipline right like i want to be in this flow state and i'm not feeling in the flow state so does that mean that i should totally ditch this and like change course or is it that there's just there's an invitation for spaciousness like a, a an ask a request that is you know for spaciousness that's happening and i just need to like have the discipline to be to like take the pause and slow down and and allow whatever needs to happen to happen which is also something you've modeled very well for many women And so then there's the, but then there's the other piece where it's like getting into that flow state. You know, I'll I'll just use this example of your, you know, like what I learned when I was working with you, right? That there is this, the potential to create a pathway that feels aligned. And then you, then you keep, You keep on it, right? And you keep, you keep, you stay connected to that so that it gets easier and it keeps flowing and it keeps working. And that's wonderful. And then there may be a time that that needs to pivot. And so that point of pivoting is like, we don't need to force it right we don't need to force it but then there is that invitation to ask the question is there something that feels more aligned for me right so I, I said that word discipline because i think sometimes there is um it can be easy to think that we have to keep on this path of doing something right that that is and then all of a sudden we realize something's not working for us and we have to either we're confronted with this choice of either do i keep doing the thing even though you know there's this part of me that knows this isn't the right thing to do or do we just take the 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 risk and into the unknown but believing and trusting that there's something greater that we're that that's going to be more, you know, in our highest good. I don't know if I answer that question. I've been thinking about this, like what came to me when I was sharing that is this movie called the um, what is it? The Strange World. Have you seen that? No, it is. It kind of is that thing. It is that it is that, you know, living this pathway. That, that we think is like working and it feels good. And we're like, you know, we, we create this reality that it feels so um, it, it, it's working and we feel, you know, a, alive and connected. And then all of a sudden we realize that they're like the very thing that we thought was working is actually not working. And then we have to decide what do I do here? You know, do I, do I take this risk of, of, of totally, changing what I know and then and then not knowing what's going to happen or just go for it trusting that what we do is going to actually be for our highest good right
0: absolutely and what came what was coming forward as you were speaking and I just I'm nodding my head in agreement with everything you're saying is what was true and aligned and alive at a previous step just it it may not be in alignment anymore right like as growth oriented people I mean just I mean people in general right change is the only constant and so allowing that allowing change to happen it's been one of the hardest things for my path um, is developing acceptance and comfortability and, uh, you know, then embracing of change. So how do you, what are, you know, what are some ways that you relate to change as you continue to risk into the unknown in your lives and your work?
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, I would say that, well I was thinking about this the sacred right Mm -hmm. the sacred and it's like I think if there has been anything if there's one thing that I could say around change and the sacred it is slowing down right and you always say that slow down to speed up right and it's like this this you know giving. Ourselves, and I have learned this giving myself the space to just be still and slow down changes my relationship with change, right? Because it, it, it's really like, and this is like anchors into my, my coaching, right? And it's like, it's all about relationships, we are in relationship with everything and everyone all the time. And, and it's like, what is my relationship to change? Right. And, and sometimes, I mean, change, change can be really hard and change can be really exciting and it can be both at the same time, you know? And I feel like if there's anything that slowing down, like what slowing down offers is the opportunity to just, expand the field of possibility like what is here what is here for me what is here for you know what is here for for me to be able to to receive you know and i think that 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 you know i think that there's always a gift in everything if we choose to 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 look at it that way <laughs> and that's and so I feel like change like you said is inevitable. It's inevitable. So it's like what what how do we what how am I going to choose to be in relationship with the change? And I think slowing down is like the the thing that gives even if you don't know what it, what you're doing. You don't know why you're slowing down, it doesn't not you like just like it's just like just slow down and then when in the very act of slowing down what needs to happen gets revealed I feel like just naturally and that's like that's the flow that's the ease we just get to release forcing there's nothing to figure out it's just that when we slow down we get to listen
0: yeah it 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 requires such intimacy I know like for myself it's when I'm out, trying to outrun something, like just mm-hmm. speed it up. It's like, you know, it's often because I'm forcing, forcing, forcing an agenda <laughs> or I'm afraid of the intimacy with what the material that's there, um, by life. And something that was, um, that I, I see at least that you have very naturally is really strong support systems. Your husband, your son, your family, the communities, your circle, the circles that you are part of, the the relationships, right? That, and I know that. Um, so, you know, some people listening right now don't have those support systems, and it, I know, it can be a lot harder to have that that faith and to risk into the unknown, to answer that call, to go on that next heroine's journey, and so something that you've opened up recently and then I want to make sure our audience hears about is integration coaching
1: mm-hmm. so I know
0: some people myself included are you know love anything related to consciousness expansion and spirituality and you know and sometimes those peak experiences are amazing in the moment but then how do we actually integrate them in real life and then the identity transformation that's happening really quickly and so could you share a bit about that around what you're doing and why you're doing it and um, Because I haven't heard of anyone specifically offering that. And I think mm. it's really more than ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it is integration coaching. And there are lots of things that come up that require... Like we all need... Anytime we go through a change or a transition, we, we need to integrate that. And so we're recording this on February 21st. Yesterday, February 20th, I had my one year anniversary of being sober from marijuana. And I will, you know, just, I I share that um, because it's very present for me right now in my own life that this moment that I felt like I didn't have to hide this part of me anymore, this new level of integration occurred. Right. And so that <clears throat> I share that as the, just to kind of like, I think there are so the integration piece. It's like when we begin to have these new experiences and it's sh- and and it's really inviting this shift in in our being. And it's like, okay, so how do we do this? How do we bring, how do we bring this in? And you know, whether it's, plant medicine or whether it's a very intense like retreat like things like retreats can can really invoke these deep awarenesses new levels of awarenesses and and so then it's like how do we begin to to shift our identity right shift our beingness right because now we have this we are now self identifying differently we see ourselves differently we feel differently right every and so then there is this like so how does that fit with all of these versions of who we have been and then you know all these versions of who we thought we were going to be but now we have this new information and that's in that's influencing how we see ourselves and what we know of ourselves to have been and and where we want to where we want to be going and so my coaching specifically around integration is giving people the space giving people the space to unpack that and i think that, that that is the that's the number one key to integrating having the time to to take all of that new awareness and just ma- like make sense of it talk about it process it Right. And, and, and so sometimes if we have big experiences and we're not creating the time and the space to really just explore it, because it's not like, like I said before, we don't just figure it out. It's not like all of a sudden it's like we have this like we might have these aha moments of, of, of uh, like have a realization about something that feels really true for us. And that helps us make sense of something in our lives that maybe we were struggling with, but then it's like, well, then how do we take that into who we are now and who we move forward and, and not just in the relationship with ourselves, but then it's like, then we're in relationship with everything else. And so then how does that play out? So it's uh I think just really creating the space to make sense of it. And there's no way to, like, I don't know the answers. I don't, you know, so coming into a session where we're, you know, an integration coaching session, it's just really creating the space for the exploration and revealing the opportunity for what is possible.
0: Mm. So beautiful.
1: thank you yeah
0: Yeah. i'm thinking of like some very big seasons of my life where i'm like wow if i had had an integration coach like to help unpack and sift and sort these different parts of self and the conflicting needs and the conflicting desires and like how to how like okay now and, and allow so much has um this conversation is around space you know and i love that you coupled the word discipline with spaciousness because it is in this busy world. It feels, it it doesn't always feel natural to allow space, like more than just, you know, I'm not just talking about way more than like a massage or a spa day or an off weekend or something, but like real space to allow, um, whatever wants to happen to happen on its own timetable. Hmm. I'm curious um, yeah, I'm just curious, like what your year looks like. Are you, you know, what are you holding as sacred? What is, you know, what's, what's exciting and next for you?
1: Mm. Well, it's funny. I, you know, I am getting ready to move into the house that I painted last year and and really like I drew, I, I painted this picture of my house that happened to be pretty much what I think I shared with you like three years ago, four, three years ago, of um, that I really wanted to create. Um, this is what I wanted, right? This is what I wanted as an entrepreneur for my, in my business was to have my own space. And and now I'm moving into that. And so I think that for me, what I've been when I see in the year ahead is to settle into that space and to see what happens when I feel like I'm home. <laughs> Cause I haven't really had that. Like I feel like I can make myself at home anywhere I go, but I haven't really felt at home in the place that I've been. But I feel that where I'm moving to. And so um I I feel like giving myself the time and the space to really just see what. What I feel like in this new space with this new inspiration, we're connected much more uh, significantly into nature, and I'm going to have my own space in a different kind of way. So that feels really, really great. And then I'm also um um about to launch another program called the Sacred Heart Temple, and this is a self-coaching circle. And community, actually. And so that is definitely, um, coming in the, in the near, very near future. And, and so creating, staying, staying like, staying in this space of serving, um, authenticity and brave space for, for, for women right now in particular to show up and Reconnect to their heart. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: brave space. I've actually never heard those two words combined like that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, like in the or you know, I, I like, I have my circle facilitator community that I'm a part of, and we've had this conversation where it's like, well, we can, you know, lots of people talk about creating safe space, and I do believe that it's important for us to have safe space, but then there is this this, um, I think what happens is that when we have space that we feel so safe that we, we, that we just like don't necessarily explore our own edge, but instead we create brave space. And so that brave space is the space that, you know, we get to, we get to share the things that we you know hold inside and don't really tell anyone or you know and or or just the um you know this idea of, of like what it really means to be in community right mm-hmm. and that we have been we've been so disconnected from the actual power of being in community and so we've just kind of forgotten what that we forget what that feels like we've forgotten what that feels like and so um and there's so much around sister wounding that um that i think has created a sense of disconnection and distrust between women um unfortunately i mean i don't know any woman that i've talked to ever that didn't have a sister wound from when they were a little girl right or in high school or whatever and so those kinds of experiences have um really impacted how we are able to show up together as women and then on top of that not having not having communities modeled in a way that um where our individuality is really honored and um encouraged right because you know even we have we have like, church communities or even the yoga studio community or you know it's like these structured kind of spaces and there's still these inclusive and exclusive and you know the the uh conformity of what is being talked about in that space and and so there is this um i think just a deep need for 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 women to have a space where they can bring all the things that they maybe can't bring anywhere else and that will be honored and held and celebrated. So that's brave space. (laughs) Love
0: it. I'm (laughs) a personal research project around sister wounds and it's Mm -hmm. really not a lot of material. You know, Mm -hmm. I do the next frontier um, of more will be added to the space, more conversations around it. So I'm so glad you brought that up and the distinction between, yeah, safe space and brave space. So, wow. Mm -hmm. So you're feeling called to learn more uh, wherever you're listening to this. Just check out the notes section and we have a link to Susie's website and her different offerings so you can connect with her there. Um, is there anything that's on your heart, Susie, that you'd like to leave us with today that I didn't ask or something that you want to share as we wrap mm,
1: up? I, actually, I do. I have a quote. Can I share? Please, please. Okay. So th- this is um, a quote by Megan Waterson, And it's from the book, Mary Magdalene Revealed. And I feel like this quote has just been it has been such a um like a touchstone for me recently. And so I'll leave it, I'll leave us with this. Ascension, according to the Gospel of Mary, is more accurately a descent into the heart. So farther up is actually further in. And that feels very sacred. <laughs>
0: Oh, so good. Mm, Thank you, Susie, for this conversation. Thank you for listening in and joining us. See you again soon.